Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. In Africa, thousands of COVID vaccines have expired in South Sudan. Health authorities have reported that 60,000 doses of the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine donated by the African Union expired before they were used. The country last month postponed the start of the vaccination campaign, citing logistical challenges. Vaccinations are currently being done using another batch of 132 doses received in March through the vaccine-sharing COVAX initiative. In India, the country has been added to coronavirus red list for travel over fears of a new COVID variant, the health secretary has said. From 4 p.m. BST on Friday, April 23rd, most people who have traveled from India in the last 10 days will be refused entry. British or Irish passport holders or people with UK residence rights will be allowed in, but must quarantine in a government-approved hotel for 10 days. Matt Hancock said there had been 103 UK cases of the India variant. In Mexico, a million urn returned to was returned to the country by Albion College. It was made between 900 and 1600 after death. It's returning to Mexico after spending more than 50 years at a college in the United States. The urn, considered to be of high historical value, has been housed at Albion College, Michigan since 1969. The Mexican Foreign Ministry said the urn would now be taken to the Museo de los Altos in Chiapas. The artifact will be displayed alongside a twin urn that is on show at the museum. The recovery of this Mayan urn and reunification with its twin artifact represents an act of great importance for Mexico, the ministry said in a statement. Hey, how you doing? I don't remember the other part of the song. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Welcome back to the ENF section of this podcast. Your host today is the same as always, Ariana Lopez from Campus Juarez. And let's start already with what we have for today, Saturday the 17th of the fourth month of 2021. Let's start with the Korean one. Uh, a thousand Korean ones are worth 17.77 pesos. And that's a lot less than the last week. Um... Then we have the euro. The euro right now is 23.87 Mexican pesos, according to the always trustful Banxico. After that, the currency everyone was waiting for, because it's universal, <laughs> it's the dollar. According to the SAT, to the calculadora de SAT.com, the web page that we always use, is the dollar is worth... 20.05 pesos next week probably is going to the 19 again mm. and I don't know I'm gonna make the same joke as some weeks ago when I sank <laughs> um, that the currencies are going down down but yeah um, and finally, the Bolsa Mexicana de Valores closed with an índice de precios y cotizaciones of 48,072.62 points and a variation of minus 1.34%, which is a lot. <laughs> but, well, that's it for today's section um, of economics and finance. 
and your host today was Ariadne Lopez from Campus Juarez and I'll see you in the next podcast bye <laughs>
unsold food that is perfectly eatable instead of tossing it in the trash. You must donate all unsold food so those who need to eat can benefit from the stores having unsold food. Um, and one of the last facts about French is that the word salut has two meanings. In English, every word has an unmistakable meaning. But the word salute is used as a greeting and as a goodbye. So you can always say bonjour for hello and au revoir for goodbye. Okay, so this week we will be discussing chapter three of the book Orientalism by Edward W. Said. The chapter is titled Projects and it begins by talking about how Europe couldn't be a match or beat Asian countries. Uh, later on, it talks about how people like William Jones and how he became a European Orientalist. Close to the end, it discusses Napoleon and his affairs in Egypt. So I thought it was an interesting read and especially I thought it was interesting to read about William Jones since the book overall gives the message that he benefited Asia with his law translation work which unfortunately is not the case for the rest of the world since we always hear about how Europeans visited other countries and tried to change customs or traditions to fit their own expectations. The next section discusses Napoleon. I found this to be... Uh, strange, a little awkward to read since it makes him look like a greedy and inconsiderate man. Egyptian residents not trusting him makes a lot of sense considering the context that they were living in and it's a bit unnerving to see the lengths that he, he went to get what he wanted out of them. I think it's really sad to hear stories about the past and how Europe affected the world with its influences. As a younger kid, I felt grateful that Europeans had come and taught us about modernity and language and medicine, but now I realize that they took away entire cultures and that we had knowledge of our own that they replaced with their knowledge. Even if these actions came with benefits like the Suez Canal that is mentioned later on in the chapter, I believe that they did more harm than they did good. We could be living in a much richer and intelligent society if those cultures were helped instead of conquered. Not to mention the diversity in languages, traditions, and even beliefs in religion that we could have in the world right now. I think it's very interesting how Mexico, if we compare Mexico, United States, Europe, Europe and United States, they are not characterized by being countries that are interesting, I would say. Maybe I'm being biased because I'm Mexican, but they don't really have any traditions or holidays that they can celebrate and that are attractive and that have meaning to them. Most of the holidays that are celebrated in the United States were made by capitalism, like Christmas and Valentine's Day, all of those. They are mostly born out of capitalism and in Mexico we have a lot of rich traditions in Latin America just generally. I think it's very interesting to see how those countries that are supposed to be the leading countries and the first world countries, they lack culture and their people, they lack 
I don't know, like a meaning that is different to what we have in Latin America. We are poor countries, but even then you can see like how it carried on that we were such a rich place with a lot of tradition and a lot of our own medicine. Even if they brought knowledge to us, we already had our own knowledge. Which is not to say that we would be amazing without them, because they did help. That's why I mentioned earlier that it would be good if they had helped instead of just plastering over. I, I think it's very interesting with religion, how we already had our own gods in our own traditions and our own methods of honoring them and of asking things. And they came and they erased that. I think our method was good and it was interesting. We had our own thing and it's sad that they, those gods, they don't exist anymore. Even if religion isn't a, a real thing to a lot of people, I think it would be interesting to, to have that live on. And even in the writing, I think it was implied that Europe could never really conquer Asia as they wanted. And now I feel grateful for that because now we can learn about Asian traditions and Asian gods and Asian everything, which is something that we could have as Mexicans if if we had stopped them or if we had had the knowledge of not letting them get rid of our traditions like that.